It is the Frank and Friends Show. Hi there, I'm Frank Murphy. And I'm Eric Dubell from Impossibilities at the Gatlinburg Space Needle, now playing nightly. I feel bad for uh, uh, viewer Renee, who <laughs> is already um, uh, triggered by the, uh, the loud bell. That's the fastest we've ever had the bell on the show. <laughs> She's triggered by the bell? Well, she likes it soft. Oh, okay. I was like, should we have a trigger warning every time? We did an episode. We did an episode where there was a lot of bell ringing. Yeah, and she correctly uh, uh, called us on it. So, Renee, I'm thinking of you, but I also want to make sure. Sorry, Renee. But that's the (laughs) when we have the guests, they love the bell, and they love it when you subscribe to us on YouTube. Yes, uh, and help us get to a thousand subscribers. Hit that notification button. Like we talked about last time you were here, please do that. Also, subscribe, uh, when you go to our website, frankandfriendsshow.com slash store, you can get all of the fabulous Frank and Friends Show merch, like the beautiful towel, which I will keep folded for the beginning of the episode. We can unfurl it later. My friend Bean noticed I was uh, using the furl and unfurl language that he loves so much <laughs> on his podcast. He does a lot of unfurling on his show. And, um, the furl hour? <laughs> he just unfurls towels? For, for, um, then stops for I'm, an audible.com promo? <laughs> he, he does the paid model. You have to go to, you go to Patreon uh, for his uh, oh. podcast. Oh. I was like, does he unfurl towels on I'm not gonna, I, I, <laughs> If Sometimes there's no towel involved. Hey, it's, yeah. it's for stuff like I have a... Um, friend who follows somebody on that website because they make pizza. Patreon? Uh, no, OnlyFans. Oh. Yes. It's not just for the, oh, that's the thing that we shall not name. Oh. Because I'm, I'm guessing this is a family show. Yeah. But it's for everything. So, you know, I, I follow yeah. Adam Ragusia on YouTube because he yeah. makes pizza. Yeah. Among other things. Yeah. You know, yeah, she got, could probably just follow people on YouTube for yeah, free, but Adam, she follows this person on that site. Adam Ragusea, yeah. he became famous. He went viral on YouTube for his pizza video. Really? And he quit his job as a professor at whatever college it was in Macon, Georgia. <laughs> He's down just a professional YouTuber. He moved to yeah. Knoxville. He lives in Knoxville now. Yeah. Um uh, yeah, he's he's great, and his, he does an excellent job yeah. of making YouTube videos about his food. Yeah. So uh, Adam Ragusi, I'll, I'll give him a th- if you you know subscribe to him and then subscribe to us. Yeah. Because if I can have, I mean, he's got two million subscribers as of right now. I think. Oh, so. okay. So he's doing all right. He's doing great. <laughs> no, no, he's doing the commercials for the beds that unfold on him. You know, the beds that come. He, he does. He makes his money. Oh yeah. I interviewed him. I interviewed him. Yeah. And um, his money's not so much from the YouTube. He doesn't really worry about that. His money comes from the actual commercials in his show for yeah. Squarespace and the beds and the. Yeah. Whatever. You know, the box of food and the diet programs and all the things. Yeah, all yeah. the stuff. So um, I'm wearing, uh, I want to point out that I'm wearing a, another new shirt today. This is another Dead Man's shirt uh, from uh, Eddie Manis's uh, This one you can tell. <laughs> estate sale. <laughs> it was, like the others, uh, starched to uh, within an inch of its life. Um, but... I want to point out the uh, the shirt. In fact, uh, you're laughing yeah. so much. We got the mic cord. Has uh, got yeah. Because you, know, you said the, uh, the since the last time we met, and I think it's been about ten minutes. Yeah. And you gave me the shirt so that it would look like a uh, different, different day. day. Yeah. <laughs> the, the the magic of television impossibilities. <laughs> yes. I mentalized you. Yes, because uh, anybody that knows me knows that I would totally wear a fishing shirt under normal circumstances. The reason the reason I picked it is because I was looking for um, some shirts that I've uh, you know I can't fit in uh, because I'm bigger <laughs> than that. Uh, but I found that one and I thought, oh, 
Eric Dobell is from Elmira, New York. Yes. Lake George is somewhere in New York. I don't know where, but it says on there Lake George, New York. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a as a side note, that is the shirt that I'm wear. I was wearing when I was uh, eaten by a giant catfish in the movie Fishbait. Don't look it up. Oh. So <laughs> it was a giant catfish. That's the plot of the movie. Yeah. As we go fishing. Bat you around first. Yeah, we go fishing on Norris Lake, mm-hmm. and um, I had to do my own stunts because the. Uh, <laughs> I'm a, or in this show. We're fishing, and they, yeah. they we didn't have a script. We had to improvise our lines. Oh, jeez! <laughs> <laughs> but I knew that at some point um, I was had the fishing pole on the water, and I knew that um, it was going to pull me in head yeah. first into the lake. Yeah. So I'm prepared for that, and then cut, and then they're wondering, oh gosh, Frank fell in the water. Oh no! And then I come out of the water. Yeah. Help me! Help me, guys! Uh, and then um, and they say yes and they do <laughs> but at this in. point at this point now I have a rope around my waist yeah and there's a crew who will um, at the, on the right queue whatever it is I, it's at a certain point and in fact I actually think they were going to do it a few seconds early to surprise me so I would get yeah. back I didn't know exactly when it was going to happen mm-hmm. but they would pull the rope which would cause me to submerge and then also they would it would pull me you know 10 yards out of the shot Oh, okay. underwater in the dark at night. So, I, fun. The reason I got this is of the gang, I was the best swimmer of the gang, so I was the least <laughs> afraid of being pulled underwater and yeah. dragged. Because I'm like, eh, it's fine, I can do that. Yeah. So that's anyway. That's the shirt I was wearing. Yeah. Um, and smells like Chuck Norris or yeah. whatever this lake well, was. I had, well, I had to buy two of them. Uh-huh. Uh Because then, as soon as you we had to finished, buy your own shirt, yeah. <laughs> as soon as we finished. Yeah. Uh, we had they dried me off, uh-huh. and I changed into the identical dry wardrobe, and yeah. we did it again. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm looking though, and I see this button. Oh no, on the other side, there's an enamel oh, pin. Oh yes, this button right here. I, was, I thought it was. What's oh, one of my favorite buttons? My wife got me this as a gift a few uh, looks, years ago. It's it, Carl Sagan. See, I yeah. incorrectly guessed um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> yeah. Who, what is he? Why is he wearing the, the Joker collar or the, the Queen Elizabeth collar? Oh, it's a turtleneck. Because uh, he always wore turtlenecks. Oh. Uh, yes. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was like the frilly Shakespeare. Uh, no, yeah. No, everybody. I remember when she gave it to me, I went, oh, my God, it's Carl Sagan. She, oh, you knew. I knew. And everybody else that looks at it goes, I've heard um, uh, Ruth, uh, Ruth Ginsburg. Ruth like- I've heard uh, Bones from Star Trek. Okay. I've heard, uh, I've heard uh, What on Earth is That Thing? <laughs> so well, I guess it's not a flattering bit of Carl Sagan, but it's Carl Sagan, one of my favorite and, people. And what about the other side by the mic? This is, oh, I want to say real quick, too, this oh. came with two pins. The other pin was uh, a small replica of the gold record they shot into space. Oh. Yes. That's cool. Yes, a very cool, very cool little set. And this mic, is uh, my uh, pin for the um, International Brotherhood of Magicians, <gasps> the IBM. Used to be the Wizarding, uh, the wi- uh, International Brotherhood of Magicians. Used to be the International Brotherhood of Wizards, but it, it See, wasn't. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> all these years, I thought IBM stood for something else. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I screwed up my own joke. It used to be the International <laughs> Brotherhood of Sorcerers, but IBS. they didn't like the initials. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, that I also thought IBS stood for something else. That's the first time I got to do that joke, and I completely butchered it. <laughs> well, we apologize. This is the pin they sent you. If you're a member, you. if you're a member of the IBW, uh, we apologize. Yes, we just dragged you into this crappy joke. Your little bowel wackiness. <laughs> we just dragged you into this crappy joke. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We should just do that whole bit again. Let that one through. This is why I'm bad at improv. I'm going to take a, a sip of coffee. Hang on a sec. Mm. I was going to say, did they how hire... Is, how is my coffee, by the way? You like it's it? good coffee. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He grinds it himself, by the way. No. Yeah. My sister sent me whole and you bean... you got the... My sister sent me whole bean coffee for Christmas. Yeah. And I, it's, it's taken me... I still haven't gotten through the bag because I only will grind the beans when I have the time to clean the grinder, which yeah. is hardly ever. So I usually buy the uh, just the cheapo dark roast at Aldi, and I find yeah. it's better than... The best coffee I've, I've found. So Yeah, it's good coffee. Don't get it. Because I always buy the last few bags. They hardly have any when I go there. Yeah, well, so just please don't, do not just buy don't get it. it in the Knoxville area. Yeah, go buy some, go somewhere else. Go back to Germany. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Where Aldi is from. Yeah, Aldi's on every corner, I hear. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so what you were going to say, you were about to say... Oh, I was going to ask with that movie, did they hire just uh, improv people? Is that why there was no script? Or were they yeah, just... Uh... there was a guy named Jeff Joslin. Okay. Had, uh, had the basic outline of a script, the bones of a script. Gotcha. And he... And his um, girlfriend at the time and a few others had scripted parts. Yeah. But they had the members of Einstein Simplified. It's a comedy improv troupe that I've been in since 2002. Mm -hmm. Uh, They had us be the fishing buddies who all go on this trip. So we knew that we had to arrive at the fishing lodge, find out that we're at the wrong lodge. We go to the the scary, horrible lodge, get on this (laughs) fishing boat or this uh, houseboat, and we go out on the lake and... You know, uh, in the dark of night, the catfish attacks us and other bad things happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, but they killed me off. I'm fairly, I just really don't know what happens after my character dies. Yeah. Because I'm trying to stay true to character by not watching method the rest acting. of the film. Yeah, yeah, method acting. I, don't, yeah. I, never watched, <laughs> I never watched the rest of the film. <laughs> no, that's not. I watched it once or twice, I'm pretty sure. I, I don't remember. I mean, I was there when they were filming it. I, 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 yeah, yeah, you were done. That was the end of your I day. Think, I think some. I think, there was a, I think there was a prop gun involved. I think we, somebody shot somebody or stabbed somebody. Or yeah, something happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been shot. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> in, in real improv, you never you you don't want to be the guy who shoots everybody. And there's an episode of The Office where Steve Carell takes an improv class, and yeah. it's hilarious because Steve Carell in real life is an outstanding improviser. Yeah. So in this episode, he does everything you're not supposed to do as an improviser. <laughs> he denies the other actors in the scene. Yeah. He pulls out a finger gun, which you don't do. You wouldn't this is an improv, you wouldn't use it's like a phone. You know, you don't this is not a phone. Yeah. In improv a phone would be like as if you had a you, you pretend yeah. you have a phone and you'd remove it from the and you just have it's invisible. Mm-hmm. So no a gun, well you would have a gun, it would be You'd hold it as if you had the, you know, however you'd hold the gun. Oh, okay. Um, and create a space for it. Uh, and actually, you would put your, you know, and so it does, anyway. Oh, it's interesting. Uh, but the point is, I, we don't, you're not supposed to shoot people on improv anyway, because... Yeah, it's impolite. They're going to fall down dead, and then you've eliminated <laughs> them from the scene. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you show girls in improv. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm going to push you down some stairs. Yes, and. Exactly. So, um, you know, it's, so when you see an improviser kill off the rest of the cast. <laughs> you know they're jealous. They're terrible, yeah. They're insecure. They're, they don't, they, they're not listening. They can't listen to the other players. So yeah. they just kill them off. Now, having said that, there are some scenes where we specifically die in the show and and we have a game called Dead Bodies we have a game called Story Story Die (laughs) we have several die games and that's kind of where we uh, take the rule and and bend it back yeah 
you know, there's even a, a game where you do no but instead of yes and, you, you no but somebody the whole the whole way through the game. So we, we, there's always a, a, a rule, a game that breaks every rule. Just. Yeah. Now, what if you have somebody that like one guy in the group that everybody else universally dislikes? Maybe they're bad at improv or they're a jerk. Mm-hmm. Does everybody just <laughs> point their gun at them? <laughs> Um, from what I understand, it's like I thought we were friends. From what so I, did we. From what I understand, uh, the late great Bill Sladen, who was yeah. a founding member of Einstein Simplified, would take you to lunch, and he was a CPA, and he always had. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So if you if you if you if Bill would take you to lunch, yeah, and he would let you know. That your time with the group had come to an end. Like a mafia boss. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to this Italian restaurant to a, a little corner here. <laughs> your time's to an end. Yes and? Yeah. No yes and. <laughs> <You're> just... <laughs> Period. Not... But Bill would pay for lunch. So he was a That's very nice generous, of him. He was a very generous man. Yeah. In fact, uh, the Secret City Improv Festival that's coming up um, September 30th, October 1st. Yeah. Uh, they named their award after Bill Sladen. It's called the Sladen Cup. So they have a um, like a, a little tournament. You know, yeah. these two teams compete and one advances and so on. And mm-hmm. they start with like you know maybe eight teams get to play for the Sladen Cup. Yeah, and it's cute. You know, then they named it after Bill, and I presented that's it to cool. the winner last year. Yeah, yeah, that's really neat. Yeah, what does it look like? It looks like a cheap trophy that you'd get from the trophy store. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just a, it's a cup trophy. It's just a, I was thinking it was like like a like a cup. You know what I mean? Oh well, you know, yeah, with his name taped on it. That would be fine. <laughs> and, you know, oh wait, oh my gosh, we need to look at the pictures from last year because I think the trophy wasn't ready, and I think we actually literally gave them like a paper cup. That's I think we did that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I think I, yeah. I think yeah, the trophy hadn't arrived from the uh, the engravers, so we just gave them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a imitation, a bowl or some kind of. That's what it was. We found some like a, just a cheapo bowl. Yeah, and just gave them a bowl. When I graduated, they didn't oh, have wow. our diplomas. They gave us empty folders. Oh, <laughs> well, all of this. Well, that's normal. That's that's normal. Is it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, some people don't pay their uh, haven't paid their tuition from high school. Yeah, or well, or whatever it is, oh, or they haven't school. completed all their requirements. Yeah, yeah. There's, that's normal to get the empty folders at graduation, at college, mm. high school, whatever. Even in kindergarten, my my grandson Timmy was so irritated that they just gave him a blank folder for his graduation. I can't believe they do graduation graduate. for. Uh, they do graduate for kindergarten, kindergarten, elementary school, middle it school. Is a waste of I don't time. I remember that as a kid. Yeah, because it's wrong. It's stupid. It's yeah, a waste of time. It really is. It's a waste of money. It's a waste of everything. Except the parents. It gives you the parents another and the grandparents another thing that they have to go do. Yeah, you know, there's enough. You know, there's. A, we used to go. Um, I used you used to have to go to you know whatever the piano recital or the yeah. Christmas concert or all the things. And you're supposed to go to the soccer games. You're supposed to go to the little league games. Yeah, you know, there's enough. Of I'm that. so worried my kid's gonna like sports because then I gotta, I gotta not only go to the games, but I gotta pretend I'm interested. Um, <laughs> That's gonna be really hard. Well, I mean, I think you can have you have some say in that. I mean, you could. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. I don't want to discourage her if she wants yeah. to do certain things. So. Well, I mean, I MC beauty pageants. Uh, mm-hmm. I beauty pageant once a year, and I notice that that is the sport for those young women. Yeah. Although many of them also do dance or uh, gymnastics or tum- or cheerleading or some other thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because, you know, that's part of it. You have to be in good shape to be in a beauty pageant, generally. Yeah. Um, and then I also used to do a lot of ballet 
uh, with the um, I used to be a character, a comedy character in the Oak Ridge Ballet, mm-hmm. and those girls. That's their sport. Yeah. You know that that's their and that literally their sport. They, it's a very hard work for them, and they they yep. bust their tails trying to get those moves just so and be yeah. just. Perfect. I've seen Black Swan. It's a <laughs> oh, so you know all about ballet. I know all about I, I it. Can't. There's nothing, I, there's nothing I can tell you about ballet. I saw mm-hmm. one movie once when it came out, so yeah. I, know, I know. I know what's I up. I can't dance. I, I can't dance. <laughs> I was strictly there for the laughs. You can dance. Having the time of your life. I No, I, I was there for the laughs. I was the old man in the... Whatever the show was, they need yeah. an old man in the show. Hey, you get Frank, you can do it. Yeah. And now I'm even too old. They've gotten younger guys to play the old man yeah. in the part. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm out of the, I'm out of it. Well, my daughter's in pretty good shape. I already got her doing thirty push-ups a day <laughs> and about an hour of squats, like Ric Flair. So and she's, she's six months, seventeen months, seventeen months. Yeah, oh, wow. So she's, I mean, she's already pretty jacked. So she'll be, she'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think she'll be, she'll be ready. <laughs> now, um, so we've we've talked about the shirt. We've talked about uh, um, Carl, Carl Sagan. Sagan. Mm-hmm. He was the guy who used to say billions and billions, right? That's Carl say. Yep, billions, yeah. of which I actually, I do that. Oh, you didn't see that in the show. I have a, the impossibilities magic uh, Different things that I do in the show, depending on the size of the audience. But I actually have one of the tricks in the show. I say billions and billions. It's my own little... Oh, nice. A little way of thinking of nice, him. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Well, um, I am involved with a famous scientist as well. You are. You were telling me about this a little bit earlier. Dr. Bill Bass. Yeah. Who is, if you're a Dr. Bill Bass groupie, you know, you oh. might wear the Dr. Bill Bass groupie hat. Uh, or oh, this is amazing. Look at this. I know. I'm gonna try and get I'm trying to get the books out here is what I want to show. Oh, and it's a trucker hat. It's got the little net in the back. Yeah. Uh, or uh, you know, he of course created the body farm at the University of Tennessee. So here's a, yeah. a body farm T-shirt, and uh, it's got a list of his books on the back, and it's his autograph there on the state of Tennessee. And you go to bonezones.com. Don't forget the S. The bone uh, Thief. Yeah. So are these books... Oh, the Bone um, Thief is one of my favorites. science books or just books... Uh, well, what are these exactly? Well, that's a great question, Eric. I'm glad yeah. you're here. Thanks for coming in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two of the books, Death's Acre yeah. and Beyond the Body Farm, are nonfiction books that talk about Dr. Bass. This one talks about, really, the, the origins of the body farm. Here he is. Here's the great Dr. Bass. Um, uh, and how skull he, is that? Um, well, there's probably a number on there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, he, they, he doesn't know the names, but they have case numbers. Okay. So t- I guess technically he could look them up. But yeah. uh, this would be one of his teaching skulls that he keeps around the house. Uh, <laughs> as opposed to the one that he boiled on the stove and ruined the stove and had to buy his wife a new stove twice. So, um, <laughs> so this book has the history, the beginning of the body farm, and all the, you know, kind of why do you have to study human decomposition and... Yeah. All of that stuff. Well, John Jefferson, who co-wrote it with him, came up with this idea that we should make, you know, fictionalized stories because the name Body Farm actually comes from a Patricia Cornwell murder mystery novel, a, a Case Scarpetta novel. Oh. And she, in the, that story, Case Scarpetta, comes from Richmond, Virginia, down to Knoxville and visits the Body Farm and talks to a Dr. Bass character and solves the case. So John Jefferson said, well, we'll write some murder mysteries, beginning with um, Carved in Bones. They came up with the pen name, Jefferson Ooh, Bass. Yeah. And these are all set, mostly set in Knoxville. And you mentioned The Bone Thief, which is one of my favorite, mm-hmm. because uh, in that case, um, they are stealing people's bodies and, and stealing bones to grind them up and make bone burger for um, medical uh, implantation. Uh, okay. <laughs> 
This happened to Alastair Cook. Of is, the, this, is that something that actually happened? Alastair Cook, who used to be the host of Masterpiece Theater, okay, um, they discovered the hard way that someone had stolen his long bones and replaced oh. them with PVC pipe. <laughs> After he was dead, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But the man was like in his 90s. It seemed odd. That they, but, but what they would do is they, they apparently, um, when in certain medical applications, <laughs> you need to use bone burger and ground up human bone yeah. to uh, help you heal. A, if you have a really bad bone fracture, they will do this. Well, there was really? a, apparently, according to this book, The Bone Thief, a black market for Ill- illicit, illegal yeah. um, bone burger. You know, there's ways to get it legally and, and, um, and properly. I was trying to see which which you skeleton. can really use piece of PVC pipe for anything, can't you? Well, guy, I mean, here's Alistair. Here's poor Alistair Cook laying in his coffin, and you see him laying there, poor old dead man. You know, and they're playing the masterpiece theater theme, I'm sure. And yeah, oh, this is the one I wanted to for eternity. And he, um, but they don't. No one checks his pants. <laughs> no one. No one. You know, when you when you go to a funeral, you don't. It doesn't occur to you to so to, they, to check what's to see so if the guy's got legs or if he's got PVC pipe. So they didn't dig his body up. They did it before he was buried. Yeah, <laughs> that's the yeah. That's that's generally how those work. I mean, so they, how would they sneak into the the funeral home? No, they, they, usually there's a corrupt uh, person who gets a job at a funeral home. Or the, uh, oh. usually the bad guy. <laughs> somehow gets a job or gets an in yeah. at the funeral home and that's where all of the badness takes place. So you want to make sure that you use a reputable... Charlie, why are you licking your lips while looking at these bodies? Yeah. So like here you can buy these little uh, skulls that are oh, autographed wow. at bonezones.com. Don't forget the S. Or he's got some bigger ones that are made of resin and they are yeah. natural colored. Really? So you can get can I some... see one of these? Oh, sure. Oh, these, these are just like paperweights. Yeah. But if you want one that looks like a human skull, uh, they sell those too. Yeah, but those are more. Well, expensive. What kind of a skull is this? Uh, well, I think uh, these look female to me. Uh, let me see. Yeah, um, and I, let's see. Well, this one—it's hard to—it's t- hard to tell because they're not exact. Because the yeah, male, a male no skull, skin. a male skull has the superorbital ridge and the little button in the back uh, of your. Yeah, if you go right back in oh, here, yeah. there's a little bump on yeah. male skulls that women don't have. So oh, when you get okay. home, you can try that. You have your yeah. rub your wife's skull and it's see. Like, what if you are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Eric, that's... what's with all this PVC pipe? All of a sudden, <laughs> I'm making bone burger. I'm getting a job at a funeral home. <laughs> oh my gosh! So uh, those are some of the fine tchotchkes that you can buy. Yeah. And also, uh, when you're there, uh, check the link. You may want to check out uh, Cherokee Caverns website because pretty soon we'll be putting the tickets on sale for the uh, Bill Bass 94th birthday celebration. It'll oh, be wow. The, the night before his actual birthday. So I think it's uh, Monday, yeah. August 29th is when I... I've, let me check that. Um, at uh, Cherokee Caverns. So tickets usually go on sale. I mean, they'll sell out in four days. So it doesn't really matter. You wow. Know, as long as we put them on sale early enough, um, usually about two weeks before the event. So it'll be, yeah, Monday the 29th is the thing. His birthday is Tuesday the 30th. He turns 94. 94. What a brilliant, great scientist. <sighs> I'd yeah. be happy to make it to 54. <laughs> Did you have that as a goal? My goal is to live forever. Well, but. I mean, no, no, I, my, I wanted to outlive my father. Yeah. So, And when I did, when I surpassed him, my father's age, because he was only 50 and 
eight months or whatever it was. Yeah. It was like, you know, he didn't quite make it to 51. So on whatever, my sister it was, understands my dark sense of humor. I'm at whatever day it is. So 50 years, eight months, two days, three days, whatever yeah. the number is. I get a text from my sister and it said, congratulations, you win at breathing. <laughs> I was so happy. Yeah. It it just made my day. (laughs) So um, now my next goal is to outlive my dead father's father. Yeah. Who died at 62. So that's my next goal is to to make it past 62. And then if I do that, then my next goal will be to outlive my dead father's dead brother who made it to 73. Okay. And then my mother's father made it to 77. So really, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, just one step at a time. Yeah. You know, if I can make it to, se- my mom was 80, almost 85. She was, you know, good round off. You can off. beat that. She was uh, practically 85, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think, I'm, that's my goal. I guess, you know, one step at a time. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one, one day at a time. <laughs> so you're going to donate your body? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I'm not, I mean, I... I'm interested in the topic, and I'm glad yeah. that other people donate their body. But uh, I'm personally not into that. I, uh, my wife said, "Well, she doesn't care if I cremate her or bury her yeah. or anything." And I said, "Well, I don't want to be cremated because I want to be exhumable." In case. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking they could replace your whole body with PVC pipe. You'd be like one of those those puppets. Oh. <laughs> That's interesting. Like yeah. a marionette, a human marionette. Yeah. yeah. A, a, meat, a meat puppet. <laughs> I'm still here. Subscribe on YouTube. I'm not, I'm not leaving until I get to 1,000 subscribers. That'd be a good gag to pull at the funeral. Just pull you out of the casket. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know, uh, you could just run some water through the PVC pipe and get, you know, make it. <laughs> just for the sound effects of it. Oh, my That'd goodness. Kind of oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I got PVC pipe out of the pool equipment, you know, that needs to be replaced. Just yeah. some of that. Yeah, whatever. That's yeah, fantastic. <laughs> Doesn't matter where it comes from. That's fantastic. <laughs> um, tell me a little more about uh, anything else about you, because we've already filled up, you know, most of this episode. Yeah, well, what do you want to know? Well, Elmira, New York is, yes. is not really upstate New York. It's like western New York. Yeah, well, we say upstate because everything but the city is upstate. Right, now that's where I'm from. For some my, reason. My parents are from the Bronx, and I, okay. I grew up in Yonkers. So, so real New York. Yeah, 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 of course. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I grew up in Elmira, New York. I moved away in my early 20s, lived in Ohio for a little bit. Uh, then uh, North Carolina, that's where I met my wife. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we ended up here in Tennessee because of the show. Nice. Um, and then uh, also kind of sort of lived in Korea for probably about a year, South Korea. Of where course. you mistook her yeah. for another woman. <laughs> yes, momentarily, momentarily. Uh-huh. <laughs> Good, okay. Um, yeah, so that's, that's, that's basically, those are the places that I'm from. But you're doing well in Tennessee. I yeah, mean, well doing loved. very well. You're well loved in the I, sh- I should have moved here years ago. Yes. Yeah. You're well-loved in the Gatlinburg community. It seems that way. Yeah. I mean, if I'm not, they're really good at pretending. Or you're really good at <laughs> mentalizing them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can you do that? Can you, can you, do, can you do some kind of like... Um, per- get people to like me? I don't know. Mental... What, 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 no, it, mo- most people hate me when I'm, they meet me. I meant to ask you... <laughs> I meant to ask you on Tuesday's show yeah. the difference between illusionist, mentalist, magician... Prestidigitator, ah, yes, the prestige, you know, the yeah. So, so, um, 
A mentalist is basically mentalism is a branch of magic. Yeah. But instead of uh, making a coin van, you're levitating a woman. They read minds. They they do psychokinesis predictions. Yeah. They do things normally associated with psychic powers. Right. A uh, magician uh, does magic. They might do mentalism also, but they do card tricks and illusions and things like that. I saw one on uh, Facebook the other day that mm-hmm. uh, Robert Kalina had posted. It was a tiger yeah. appearance. And that was like okay. a big stage magic trick. Yeah. There's this empty cage, and they put a flag in front of it, and then they drop the flag, and there's a live tiger in the thing. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's to me, that's that's what we're talking about. That's, that's illusionist. That's yeah. illusionist. That's the, the big stuff. Yeah, that's what an illusionist would be. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow, wow. Or right. magicians that want to sound important will call themselves illusionists. It is <laughs> They'll say because I don't like the term magician. It's like, well, that's there's what you are. Wrong with the term magician. Yeah. No, some magicians get a little weird about it. Yeah, they think it's. Uh, beneath them, it's 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 strange. Yeah. Well, what's what we call you? I mean, you can tell. You know, when we yeah. go to see a magic show, we want to see. A I've magic been called show. worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hello. I've been called a mime. <laughs> that's yeah. That's oh, sorry, mimes. Yeah. Sorry. The good thing guys. about them, no matter what we say, they're not going to talk back. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I played a mime once, actually. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, yeah, years ago when I was in... Uh, there's no story to it, except that the guy that I did the miming with had a uh, sports car, and he was really, really... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, aggressively careful about me getting white paint on his seats. Oh. <laughs> It's just like, well, I could have drove. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could have yeah. smeared your face on my seats. I don't care. <laughs> well, all right. So miming is, I didn't, I didn't think about it with the makeup. Miming's pretty amazing. But the, the actual, yeah. you know, pantomime is mm-hmm. very difficult. We try yes. to do it in improv because there's, yeah. you're, you're on, the, on the whim of the audience, you're supposed to be on some new location with yep. some new objects and you're supposed to have yeah. in imaginary props that you have to mime. And some of the games, it's literally charades. I mean, you're you're just miming things, and the other person is guessing what you're doing. Yeah. Um, and it's difficult. I mean, I mentioned before yeah. that you know you don't your phone has to have all the objects that you have. It's supposed to yeah. be as if they just disappeared. Or if you're holding a mug, you just take them. You know, you're supposed to still be holding it the same way. Yeah. So I, you don't. We don't think about it. You know, we, we and. We all like hold these imaginary huge beer steins when we're doing it. Like, oh, oh, oh let me have a, let me have a drink, and your drink probably putting the drink in your eye. It's yeah, hard. It's, it. it's a lot of muscle control. It's it's difficult. Or, or we do this. Yeah. You hold this. Whatever this cup would be. You know, I'm trying to see. This is we do this a lot, and you just try to try to sip. So yeah. I guess, yeah, it looks. I don't know. Don't you always love it on TV shows when they're obviously drinking from an empty cup? <laughs> Um, you can see that. I actually see that in a lot of community theater where, you know, yeah. it's clearly the tray is as empty as empty cups that they've brought out or there's some, you know, they're not going to risk spilling water. Yeah. Yeah. So then the cup has no weight to it. And you, you have to remember as the actor to add imaginary weight to the solo cup. Yeah. So that it doesn't just fly off the, the... <laughs> Or like in the great... Um, uh, police squad yeah. where uh, in fact I was pouring a coffee before oh, yes. the episode you wondered because we're was, method actors so we're actually drinking out of the you, cops you wondered if I was just going to keep pouring coffee yeah <laughs> which was one of the best sight gags ever on the show police squad you can look this up on, on YouTube at the end of every episode they would do a freeze and like on every other many other cop shows of the 70s they were spoofing this in the 80s these 70s cop shows so there'd be a freeze but normally on the 70s show they would literally just freeze the film 
and everyone would be laughing and going, <laughs> we solved the case. So <laughs> on a police squad, they would do something similar, yeah. except the, um, the act- they had, it was the actors freezing. So in one case, Leslie Nielsen is pouring the coffee into the other guy's cup, and everyone's frozen, and the coffee just keeps pouring and pouring and coming out, overflowing the cup. And it's obvious that it's burning the guy's hand. <laughs> and he's, he's grimacing. In another scene, the actors who play the criminals look around and realize that they can just escape. <laughs> uh, it's just, there's a montage on YouTube of just all of those um, clo- cold closes or freeze scenes on, on Police yeah. Squad, one after the other after the other. <laughs> love it. But yeah, and the theme music. I love the theme music. That's a song oh, I yeah. have to listen to recreationally. Is the theme from Police Squad. Yeah. Well, sometimes I listen to the uh, uh, cartoons of uh, the 80s, the theme songs. Oh, that's good. Where, like, uh, that's where all the best animation was, too. Well, yeah, you watch the theme song, it's like, man, it looks amazing. Then you watch the TV show, and you're like, whoa. <laughs> there, there's... Um, there was some good animation prior to the 80s, I would say. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about the, these shows in particular. Oh, okay. The, 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 the shows when I grew up when they were just selling cereal and toys. Like yeah. Animaniacs? Or they were 90s? No, not Animaniacs. Um, they were 90s. But like, like Ninja He-Man. Turtles, Ghostbusters, okay, yeah. He-Man, mm-hmm. Thundercats. Yeah. yeah. The theme songs were incredible, and the shows looked terrible. <laughs> All right. See, I go back to I mean, when I was a kid, even though uh, the Bullwinkle show ended before I was born, oh, yeah. they showed it every day. I watched that as a Six too. days a week, it was yeah. on TV. So I saw a lot of Bullwinkle, a lot of Underdog, Rocky, and oh. Bullwinkle. You don't want to forget Rocky. Yes, yeah, of course, Rocky. Yeah. Rocky. Everybody the, the, always forgets about Rocky. I, how, the great June Foray. It was a sad ending <laughs> that Flying Squirrel had. What happened? Oh, he just like well after Rocky and Bullwinkle ended, Bullwinkle was able to keep getting work. He was in a lot of different movies and uh, and the Squirrel. I mean, he did some back background parts. He had a couple radio gigs and stuff, but like you know, and then eventually he got he got a, he had a drinking problem and uh-huh. uh, a couple of failed marriages. It just didn't, it didn't work out very well for, for him. Rocky. Rocky J Squirrel. Rocky, yeah, did not go well. Yeah, I visited his grave. And uh, when I was in Hollywood, you can go see. It's really small. Of course. You know, it's, <laughs> there used to be a Bullwinkle statue. There used to be a Bullwinkle statue on uh, Sunset Boulevard. Well, that's exactly. Yeah. Where's the Rocky? <laughs> that's what I was saying. Like, he was a big part of that comedy team, but he always seems to get swept under the rug. I, I, went, to the Holly- <laughs> I went to the Hollywood Walk of Fame ceremony for June Foray, the voice of Rocky. She was yeah. a doll. What a lovely lady she was. She was yeah. Cindy Lou Who. She was, um, I mean, she was one of the most amazing voice actresses in the history of animation. Yeah. What are you talking about, voice acting? <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Eric Dobell is trying to mentalize me. All I'm saying is we should dig up Rocky's uh, grave and make sure he's not made of PVC, PVC pipe. pipe. Tiny little, Tiny little PVC pipe. <laughs> Uh, and, like, and a little hand fan for his tail. Because oh he's a flying squirrel. Yes. Well, Eric, what a delight to have you here. I appreciate Thank you. you taking Thank you. the time. Thank you for not having me arrested. Uh, appreciate it. For breaking and entering into my house? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like, funny. I want to be on your show. <laughs> that is the secret to it. Please do invite yourself. If uh, you're one of my famous <laughs> friends, uh, we'd love to have you on. Yeah, I'm going to post your address online later. Oh, yeah. no, man. Not again. <laughs> uh. yeah, I, yeah, he keeps the uh, 
a window over here unlocked. You can just crawl right in. That's how it works. Yeah. yeah that's how I want to be on the show. We keep the set, uh, we the lights and camera on at all times. <laughs> so you just, come on in, it's time for a show. <laughs> You're going to get people from the Flat Earth Society coming in. <laughs> like, finally, a platform. <laughs> I did play a crazy guy like that in, yeah. a, in a series of videos for Moon Pie. <laughs> really? Yeah, they hired me to play a, a character. Moon Pie the Cookie? You've heard of it? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it's, it's got uh, chocolate and then like a cookie and yeah. then marshmallow. No, of course I've heard of it. My wife loves those things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Plus, I also I live in Gatlinburg. <laughs> they have Moon Pie Moonshine. Yeah, it's good. I've, I've had some. It's Is actually, it actually, I had the Moon Pie Salted Caramel Whiskey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I bought some of that. And I finished, I drank the whole bottle eventually. Yeah. It, took, it took months, but I did. It was delicious. <laughs> it sure took months like how it was 10 days between shows here. I... <laughs> it took a day. <laughs> it counts as a... If, look, if just, I drank... Just because you kept changing your shirt. <laughs> that's a different day. If you change your shirt, it's a different day. <laughs> so that's how it works. Uh, but, yeah, they needed uh, somebody to be like that uh, conspiracy theorist, yeah. late-night radio host guy. Yeah. So, typecasting, I guess. they wanted oh, to rate, yeah. I, What I was, was that show? Sure. Coast to Coast? Yeah, Art Bell. Or, yeah. He's dead, but whoever the next guy is. Uh, George something. Yeah. But anyway, um, so I was that crazy character, Chandler yeah. Scooch. And I was furious that Moon Pie, the company, was planning to send actual Moon Pies to the moon when the next moon mission occurs. <laughs> so Moon Pie has started a, 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 what do you call it, a petition. Yeah. So, and they wanted people to sign it so they could get a Moon Pie put on board this spaceship and sent to the actual moon. Yeah. And my take on it was that this was a terrible idea because the aliens would eat the Moon Pies <laughs> and then want to attack Earth to get more a Moon Pies. Or would kill them because it's a foreign substance. It doesn't matter. <laughs> It's still on Facebook. If you look up Chandler Scooch yeah. Science Website, yeah, it's me doing this shtick, and I showed it to. You should uh, put a link in the. I will. Yeah, because I want. I want to see this. I, I showed it to um, Ron Emery over at uh, the island. Yeah. Um, and let's see, Chandler Scooch. Let me find that. Um, but I showed it to Ron Emery over at the island, and he uh, thought it was hilarious, and he wanted to know if. I could get Moonpie to give him copies of the videos yeah. so he could play it on a loop in his store where he sells the Moonpies. You see, there's the C, Chandler Scooch Science website. That's me. Oh, you made a Facebook page no, for I, this guy? I didn't. The advertising agency for Moonpie did. Oh, that's great. So we did these bits called Snacks of Earth. So you got a bunch of these then. Yeah. Okay. They wrote two and I wrote one. Yeah. And um, yeah, Make sure you uh, check this out by clicking the link in the, uh, in the, in the description, description below. below. And while you're clicking the link in the description below, you can also buy our Frank and Friends show merchandise. At frankandfriendshow.com yeah. uh, slash store. We got the towels. We got buy a, uh, a freeze dried turtle. Oh, no, you can't. T- not Mo. Yeah. No, Mo. No, no, no Mo. I mean, Yomo. Yo, this is my Mo. Yeah. My Mo stays here. I'm not selling I know Mo. we keep talking about bodies in this episode, but when I saw that, I realized what I want done to me. And that's, I want to be yeah. freeze dried like that turtle. With uh, fake eyes. With it's, fake eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Mo, he's very lightweight, you see, because he's. But he's actually, I mean. See, if you look closely, you can see that um, <laughs> he. Uh, oh boy! Yeah, uh, they, you know, they just, he was just dead, and they just they just froze him up and posed yeah. him for me, and yeah. that was uh, Al Holmes taxidermy. No, what was his name? It was Al Holmes taxidermy in Wetumpka, Alabama. So you can't buy Mo? No, Mo's mine. 
Ah. Most mine. But uh, you can buy our merch, and of course, uh, you can support us um, by liking, sharing, listening, subscribing, and uh, smashing that button for notifications on YouTube or listening on any of the audio podcast apps. Uh, and that's that's the show. That's the show. Yes. Well, thank you so much for right, having Eric, me on. Appreciate you. Ten days later. <laughs> well, this is two days later. Is the way it works out. You were here two days ago. Oh, two days ago, which was ten days after we filmed. No, yeah. today is ten days after we filmed this. Yes. Yesterday, when two days ago was one week after we filmed it. Yes, and. Right. <laughs> uh, we'll put that. Uh, you can contact me. Uh, in fact, just PayPal us money. Uh, send it to uh, send your PayPals to uh, yeah. frankandfriendsshow at gmail.com, and I will explain it all. Yes. Uh, how it all works, the magic behind it all. I'll, I'll tell you how the tricks are done. And he'll also explain to you his flat earth theories. Which is it's simple. Which is, strangely it's enough, that the earth is actually on <laughs> Mo the Turtle. Tortoise. Tortoise. Sorry. Mo the tortoise. You know, it's actually balanced on the... T- oh, my God. Oh, you finally got that poop out of him. Oh, oh, good. That's I, what that that's was. What okay. Nice. 17 years. That's I guess I that. startled him when I picked him up. 17 years that's been waiting to fall out. <laughs> but no one's been manhandling Mo until today. <laughs> <laughs> tortoise handling. <laughs> Turtles can swim. Tortoises cannot. Oh, is that the difference? Tortoises are Turtles land. can also ninja fight. Turtles are uh, tortoises are land animals. Okay. Now they're they're also kinds of turtles. You know, all they're yeah. all turtles. Yeah. But tortoises specifically are land. Ah. Whereas turtles can jump in the water and swim around. You throw poor old Mo or a box turtle in the water, they're going to drown. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do so that. Anyway. All right. That's it. <laughs> uh, we got to go. Uh, <laughs> this is the Frank and Friends show. I'm Frank Murphy. I'm thinking of all those tortoises that I thought were turtles. I thought I saved. Yeah, also, is- I'm Eric Duval <laughs> from Impossibilities at the Gatlinburg Space Needle. <laughs> Thanks so much for watching. We'll talk to you again next time. I think the next show is might be when the the kids with the the cats makeup come in. So we'll have to see how that. Makeup, uh, I'm from like you know you know. You know the theater show Cats? You know, where it's like, man, yeah, there's this girl who wants to come in and yeah. put cat makeup on me. And, and dress uh, out like a character from Cats? Yeah, I think that's, I think that's the next show. That's going to be really, that's going to be really I think, funny. I think that's the next one. I'm not yeah. positive. It's either that or my friend Abby's coming. So she's pretty. <laughs> <laughs>